operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today we talk about that shit sandwich we just ate in London town. Oh, we got a whole lot to fucking talk about. G-Funk is in the building. Your calls. Let's fucking go. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Everywhere want to know. You heard us. This team heard us. But you're the team leader, Jameis. We ride and die with you, Jameis. Or at least we did. Because after that performance, I want to break up. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm tired of you hurting me. I want to see other people. And I want you to see other people. I want you to pack your shit and move out because I'm done. This is the breakup. It's over. You hurt me for the last fucking time. All that talk off season about how it was going to be different under this coaching staff. The quarterback whisperer was in the building and he was going to come in with his Kango and his fucking swagger and fix this kid. But there ain't no fixing this guy. Okay? There's no fixing him. Like a bitch who's fine that constantly cheats on you, but you take her back because you love her. That's what Jameis Winston is. He's that bitch. And I'm done. You've done hurt me for the last time. But I'm going to ride. You can live in my house. I'm going to ride with you for the rest of the season. You can stay here until you until you find another place to stay. But that's it. It's over. Or at least that's how I feel right now. Bucking idiots. It's your boy. Stank bastard. King idiot. Coming to you live from Seminole Heights, Florida. Just blocks away from Raymond Payne Stadium. And uh, 
That was a hard one to swallow yesterday, guys. The pain is still fresh. I still haven't, I still haven't swallowed it yet. It's right here on the tip of my tongue. I'm fucking pissed. We deserve fucking better. This fan base who's sat here and just buys in every offseason, right? Even the one who sit, ones who sit back and play wait and see. All of us deserve fucking better. And we have 10 games left. This is not a playoff team, okay? We're not winning eight out of our next 10. So you can fucking kiss that shit goodbye. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I have to go back and listen to this episode again and eat crow, but that's not gonna happen. We all know what's coming, okay? Six and 10, seven and, seven and fucking nine, whatever, okay? And some of you guys will take that as a victory, but the way I'm looking at it, a lot needs to change. And it may start right at the tippity top. And I get I get it. While Bruce Arians is in the building, Jason Light's not going anywhere. But he needs to. He's the common denominator. He drafted these guys. He brought in these free agents. The failures, the backups, all these guys. He's brought them all in. He selected Vernon Hargrave. He selected Jameis Winston. He picked up these backup offensive linemen. It was his choice to stick with the depth that we have at right tackle and at right guard. It was his choice not to bring in a veteran in the secondary who could help mold and shape these guys into a secondary that looks like an NFL team. Decided not to. It was his decision to get rid of Quan Alexander, Deshaun Jackson, Adam Humphreys, and other players. Some might be good decisions, some might be bad, but this is his team. His fingerprints are all over this roster. After how how countless drafts and countless free agent periods, this is this team, the team that he puts out there for this coaching staff to work with. And this coaching staff has to do a better job as well. Because I'm telling you straight up, this offensive system that Bruce, Ari that Bruce Arians has put in place sucks it does not fit what we have it's old it's antiquated it's slow i've seen enough of it they need to make fucking changes wholesale changes okay and start utilizing some of these guys on underneath routes with some shorter routes and get the ball out of Jameis's hands quicker if he's even capable of doing so because on some of the quick passes these corners are jumping the routes because his uh, his delivery is elongate, uh, elongated and he's giving away who he's throwing to with his eyes before he even throws the ball that's a mechanical problem it's one that he's had since he got here and it doesn't look like it's gonna get fixed anytime soon i think Jameis is what Jameis is this is it we're married to this guy until the end of the season then we can break it off without a prenup, without losing our house, and we move the fuck on. And that's what I'm calling for right now. Okay? I'm done with it. I'm done with the roller coaster. Yeah, he might look good for the next three weeks. But this guy's not taking us to any championships here, man. This is not a playoff quarterback. It's over. So where do we go from here? Where does this team go from here? There's not many moves they can make, okay? There's some problems that are just going to stay unfixed, like the offensive line depth. 
that's not getting fixed in season. JPP is coming back. That's a shot in the arm for the defense. But is it going to be enough? Doubtful. It's time to let some of these rookies get out there and cut their teeth because Vernon Hargraves, that project is uh, over with in my eyes. He needs to sit the bench or see the nickel position, but he's a liability out there. Falling all over himself, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And I was in this guy's corner. Shit, I coached at Wharton High School. I, I wanted Vernon to succeed. Didn't necessarily love the pick because I don't like his size, but I stood with him. I was happy he was here, and he's flashed a handful of times since he was drafted. That's not enough. And he doesn't seem to be grasping this this system, uh, and he's not good in coverage. So time to move on from Vernon Hargraves. Anyways, I covered this and a whole lot more in my interview I just did with G-Funk, plus your calls. So bucking idiots, it's your therapy session. Sit back, relax. Yeah, right. You ain't relaxing. Sit back and listen, and let's get this shit off our chest. Here we go. We are testing the microphones. We're going to test them. Microphones being tested. Testing the microphones to see if the microphones are working. Are these microphones working? Currently working. working Is this microphone working? Is this thing on? Okay. Fucking idiots! (laughs) You started? I started. Fuck it. Alright? Fuck it! Fuck it, man. You know, this team doesn't deserve production quality, alright? All right, we're just going to, the testing is going to be in there. All the shit's going to be in there. Bucking idiots. It's your boy, Stank Bastard, a.k.a. King Idiot, in the house with G-Funk. G-Funk's here, bro. I'm here. A.k.a. The Genius. I like it. (laughs) A.k.a. The Bearded Buck. Listen, I know a lot of y'all bucking idiots have beards, but I don't know if you got anything close to my boy g-funk's y'all beard i'm just gonna like say it. y'all ain't bearding like me nah i know i, I you know we're, we're off to a rough start here listen <laughs> this like i said this team doesn't deserve a whole lot of play but it, i i want to get into the game a little bit g-funk you ready for that bro have you seen the joker movie i have not seen the joker movie it's pretty good bro it's i've heard good things yeah, i've heard good things great uh great yeah uh but um yeah, I think it kind of feels like you're you're trying to avoid shit over here. Peaky Blinders, that's that's a good show. Peaky good show. Blinders. Yeah, check it. Y'all don't where know they are. about Peaky Blinders. No. The Peaky fucking Blinders. The, I haven't check seen no out. Peaky fucking Blinders, but I wish I was wearing some goddamn blinders while I was watching that game Y'all yesterday. I can't tell I'm trying so hard not to talk about these motherfuckers, bro. I, man, god damn it, man. God damn it, man. <sighs> We're in pain over here. Just like the rest of Bucks Nation. Heartbroken and ass raped. That's what I told Stank I felt like this morning. Heartbroken and ass raped. You know, we're all too familiar with what we saw on the field yesterday. The biggest difference being is I drank the Kool-Aid this offseason. I fully expected that uh, the quarterback whisper would have been whispering all kinds of whispers. I can't. I don't know how to defend this kid anymore, bro. 
Y'all can't see the pain in my eyes when I'm looking at Stank, but he is like puppy dog. I can't, I don't know how to defend this motherfucker anymore, bro. I said it. You know what I mean? I, bro, Stank knows, guys. Look, man, I, I'm the biggest Jameis, bro. You couldn't tell me nothing. I, I, everything, I always was hopeful. He makes me feel, and I've had this situation in my life, bro. He makes me feel like you find a chick, she's she's banging, she's fine. You take her in front of your friends and in front of your family, and they whisper in her ear, yo, she's not the one, son. She's not the one. And you're like, nah, but I, you see all the good things about her. She can get this, she can do that. Nah, she's not the one. She's not the one. You ain't the fucking one. You ain't the one, dog. You broke my heart, motherfucker. Hmm. I feel the same way, bro, but the thought of having to get back out there again, since we're going to keep it on this tip, right. yeah, the thought right. of having to get back out there. You with the bitch, right? right? We, like, man, yeah, we I, live together. To think about having for, to go back out there. We've lived together for the yeah. past f- f- five years. We made plans together. Yeah, right. We had kids together. Right. Right? And the, and the thought of the divorce, because she's going to want half, you know what I mean? The thought of divorcing this quarterback. Right. And starting over, knowing that in the past, the quarterbacks that we have divorced have gone on to do great things. I tried to even bring that up yesterday, right? Like, he's going to do that. And everybody in my family was like, no, nah, he ain't going to do that either. He ain't, he ain't going to be the one. He's not going to be the one for anybody. How do you explain Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, though? Right. And, and, and that's right, because I always I always have my fucking pom-poms out for the kid, bro. So, like, I'm, I'm pointing out, he goes from fucking... Yeah, like you said, man, from, from madman to genius, he threw a fucking 45-yard bomb that landed in Mike's lap that he fumbled and fucking and, and dropped it. But the pass itself was brilliant. He shook away to throw the pass. It was brilliant. And he has those flashes of brilliance. And then right back to the same shit that everybody says he does, he continues to do. I don't know, man. And yesterday I was so angry. Well, I was if you right- have a dog for five years and that dog's still pissing and shitting in your house, you got to get rid of the dog, son. Well, one of the positive things, I guess you could say, is we are not tied to Jameis Winston any, you know, contractually. This is it. After this season. This is it. But does Jason Light <sighs> have what it takes to to, right to yeah to make the make that right decision listen they could keep him on the roster under the franchise tag basically you get an extra year but you're going to pay him 30 million dollars to be on the roster next year while you go out and try to find another quarterback to me that seems like the smartest move so that we keep Jameis another year Jameis is still on this team but we draft a quarterback or bring in some legitimate competition. That he has to kind of, like, intern in? Well, he doesn't have a choice. Whether <laughs> right. he interns him or not, <laughs> this coaching staff needs to start preparing for, for life without this guy. As, as hard as it, you know, I know you got to think about packing your luggage and where you're going to move to, you know, going back to the, to the relationship. Yeah, going back to being single. Analogy. Yeah. Going back to being single, starting over again. But, dude, I don't know what Because the pussy's good sometimes, I Gio. I don't know what else to say, man. Like, you know, and then we're sitting here talking about it. And, and after this bye, he's probably going to come out and, and ball. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again. Because yeah. that's what he's been doing. Yeah. Back and forth. Back and forth. Ball out. Then look a fool out there. 
and then ball out and then look a fucking idiot again. Well, it was clear from the Bruce Arians press conference and it was clear for from how he was talking to Jameis on the sidelines that he's not going to give up on Jameis this year. No, no, he's not. I mean, that's that go, would go against everything he stands for, right? He's the quarterback whisperer. He, that's that's what scares. Yeah, but me. I don't like, think he's going to push through. With I don't think guy. you can fix this, man. I don't think so either. I, right. I, I I say part of the quarterback whispering should teach him a lesson. Bench his motherfucking ass for the next game. Let him let Ryan or Griffin. What's what's Griffin's first name? I'm so Ryan. You, you said it right. RG RG four. Yeah, bro. Let him come out and, sh- and shake a little something. Shake up something because Jameis. I don't. I'd like to finish the sentence by Jameis needs. You know, blah 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 blah. I don't fucking know what the end of that sentence is anymore, bro. I don't know what the end of that sentence is. Jameis needs what? What more can this kid need? Well, we all knew that he had this in him, and we all knew put in the right, the wrong, not the right, put in the wrong situation where running game isn't working for you. You're down by two two scores or more. This is the Jameis we've we've get in the past where he okay. starts to feel like he's got to do it all on his own, and right, every yeah. throw's got to be a touchdown, and he locks on his receivers. And with that I don't feel slow, like we, I don't. I can't believe that I'm actually going to say this, but I don't feel like we ran enough. I I, I didn't see we, enough no, running you, plays. We didn't run enough. Why? Good question. I didn't see us get stopped when we did run the ball either. It's not like they were, you know, what I'm saying stomping us. All I, right, so so let's the, do this. Uh, so let's do this. Let's put the Jameis Winston discussion on ice for just a second okay yeah, let's, let's just let's, just a second it wasn't just him right just so a second let's let's, re- let's, let's rewind that's fine. that's fine just for a second okay take a deep breath one second g funk i hate this offense <laughs> i heard you say it when you were with Sam. i hate it i hate him this offense is not a good fit for what Jameis does bad so okay? is that on byron are we are we looking at byron for that this is not Byron's offense. This, this is Bruce's Bruce Arians' offense. He took over. He took over the. Head. No, no, no. I'm saying Byron's just calling, He's calling the play, which plays out of that offense. But this call. playbook is the a playbook Bruce, is Arians Bruce Arians playbook. playbook. Okay. Got you. Got you. And I haven't watched the All 22 yet, so I I haven't really seen up, you know, in detail whether or not they were giving Jameis more options underneath. More outlet receivers underneath. He needed to, but it he seemed like the majority of his first reads were all downfield. And, and everybody knew it, though. Yeah. Everybody knew I knew it. The team, other team, everybody knew it. You know, what else, you know what else they fucking knew, Gio? They knew all week fucking long. All week long, you heard, oh, Mike Evans didn't catch a pass last week. Guess what they knew? They knew that the very first snap, going to Mike. Jameis Winston was going to try to force the ball to Mike Evans. Everybody knew. Into double coverage. Start the game with a pick. I mean, his the, the motherfucking f- Panthers mascot knew that the that first, the very first game of his career against the Tennessee Titans. He threw a pick threw on a his pick. very first throw. Of course, I knew. You that. would think five years later that he would have figured it out by now. Dude. But okay, we're going back to Jameis. Listen, yeah, this offense, all it's everything's downfield. You're running no crossers. Nobody's catching the ball Nobody while running knows. in motion. Everything's a comeback. When we do catch the ball, it's it's catch, boom, and you're on the ground. Right. Yeah. It's boom, you're on the ground. Right. No slants. 
this no screen game, no inside screen it, it's game. Some backyard football shit. It's, it's some, like some shit that I used to play right. in the backyard kind of route. They tried to throw some outside wide receiver screens and I don't know if the ball looked like it was too big for Jameis's fucking hands. Like he was scared to throw it. You know, those quick one step, you know. He looked scared the whole pop. game. Yeah, he did. He looked scared the whole fucking game. He did. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he was patting the ball. His eyes were as wide as a human's what? eyes can get. He like he was on a Back there, coaster, man. tap dancing and all that shit. And, and, and like, you know, you touched on it with Sam. They were coming right through. They, they were, were coming right through. So, I mean, again, we can't go back to Jameis because he was getting touched, bro. And this is what the Jameis apologists are, are screaming right now. Because everybody, I'd say a good 80% of the fan base right now, is ready to move on from Jameis Winston. Including everybody who was at Yeoman Cask with me yesterday, and I'm sure every watch party on, on every fucking couch, the vast majority of Bucks fans want Jameis Winston gone. But the the 20% who still anybody else behind that line, they'd have a hard fucking time, buddy. Any quarterback in this league, you put them behind that fucking offensive okay. line. Okay, they may have, have a hard time, but are they throwing? Face. Are they throwing five interceptions? No, no. And, fumble, and fumbling on two way. consecutive plays. We're back to Jameis. Right. So what I'm saying is it, you can't just all put it on the, the system. Yeah, you can't just all place it, place the blame on the system. The system's a big fucking part of it. Okay, the system right now is failing this, this, this offense. It's not a good fit. It's, it's old school, antiquated, slow. And then when you're down by two touchdowns, it it's, it it's not a quick scoring. Uh, you know, we don't, have it, we don't have a deep threat now that Perriman's hurt. We don't have a deep threat. Scotty Miller's quick but not fast. Right. I know his 40 time was good, but I'm just saying he doesn't have the capability to going. get over the top on a consistent basis. So at least he hasn't shown that yet. And Bobo, who, why the fuck is Bobo even starting right now? He's lucky to even have a fucking job. He have been put on the fucking bench. In every way. He's another one. I root for Bobo all the time. Right. In every way, just as in seasons past, in every way we find ways to, to kill ourselves. We find ways to lose games in every way. In every Whether it's way. a block punt against the 49ers or a muff punt against, you know, here against the, the fucking giant. No, uh, I'm talking about in this game against oh. the fucking Panthers. Whether it's uh, fucking roughing the, the snapper <laughs> or whatever it is, man. We always find ways to, to, to make it harder on ourselves. They come with the drama, don't they? This team gives you drama. If nothing nothing else, ever comes easy. If, if nothing else, they give you drama. It's like watching a fucking, like I said, bro, it's like Peaky Blind. It's like watching a fucking television. 12 show. years of drama is enough, bro. God this ain't damn. days of our fucking lives, bro. God damn, bro. This but that's just, game. you know, I came to the realization and a lot of people have this mindset like eventually it'll come around, right? It's 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 just the way the universe works. Eventually, we'll be good again. But that really isn't how sports works. Not okay, really. no, the, nobody owes us anything. Nope. And it seems like we're two steps behind what everybody in the NFL, is, everybody else in the NFL, is doing. Offensively, I mean, at the same time, I gotta say this: there are zero win teams in the NFL. We're not a zero win. We're team. a fucking two win team. <laughs> I'm just trying to fucking. The Redskins have one win. They just fired their coach. Just finally won. Okay. Oh, you compare ourselves to the Dolphins now. I know that's where you were trying to think. Yeah, the Dolphins are are, are tanking on wholesaling purpose. because they yeah. want Tua or or the LSU quarterback now. We're trying our asses off. For yeah, we're trying to win games and we're two and four. God damn it. Well, at least you know a handful of guys on this team are trying to, win, trying games. to win games. 
but it, it just in every phase, right? We get a big run, it gets called back by a hold. No, we take two steps forward, ten steps back. Every, that's it. That's all the time. Every, every time. single beautiful catch that Mike Evans or Chris Godwin makes, something gets he's somebody's away. draped all over them, somebody's right? Nothing up. comes easy. No, they're not scheming guys open, and we're not beating zero. Scheming right, right, whatsoever. right. We're not. At, we're, the athletes aren't good enough to to make that much of a difference, right? But we're not putting our, our the ball in our speed guys' hands in space underneath, right? We're not making it easier on Jameis Winston. No, that's for damn sure. We're dropping passes. We're, I mean, we're not running the right routes. It's, it's so three straight weeks we've lost to three backup quarterbacks. Right. How okay. does that feel? I mean that's that's what we do here that's in in, we in Buckland. We've been that's about we, life. That's what we've been doing. Backup quarterbacks get rich on they Tampa. Get nice. They, they, their stock rises yeah. when they fuck with us. Case Keenum got paid. Fucking with us, <laughs> right? Because of us. Fucking with us. Oh, it's beyond frustrating. You guys, man. Well, no, there's no answers, bro. So we're not going to hey, listen, fucking idiots. If you came to this, listen to this podcast to look for answers, yeah, no, you're not going to find them here because today. I don't even think right here on MLK not today. and fucking uh, Columbus or not Columbus, MLK and McDill on the corner or Himes or wherever the fuck. I don't think they have the answers in that building because if they did, they would have fixed it already. You know, uh, again, here, I, let me go ahead and raise an excuse flag. We're on the road like a motherfucker. They talk. They, they ain't never been a two and two at home like this. Oh, and two at home. Keep going. Oh, and two at home though, right? We're about to be like forty-eight or fifty fucking days before they come back home. Man, this is some fucking horse shit. I don't even know how to get like motivated about what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and if hey, if to make matters worse, if you didn't like the way that shit sandwich tastes, too bad because that's all you have to eat. For the next two weeks until we play again, right? Is now that same shit sandwich? Good, you. There you go. Enjoy it, Bucks fans, it. because that's what they're gonna leave you with. Let you not be. not a hard fought down to the wire right. loss right. to our uh, to a uh, uh, you know one of our most heated rivals. <laughs> no, we're talking about an ass whooping. That was an ass they whooping. They let Gerald McCoy have a Pro Bowl game on us, bro. How is that possible? How ha- is that not your first fucking priority? Stop him. No matter what else. I'm happy for him. Stop him. I'm happy for but him. He got Listen, off. I'm happy for McCoy because fuck this team right now and fuck this coaching staff. And I'm glad Darren McCoy got his got his oh, uh you know, his his whatever. His venge game. Venge, his venge vengeance. Game. Yeah. Good for him. Cause we don't we don't deserve we to don't be happy des- right now. We didn't deserve it, yeah. But in very buck-like fashion, one of our former guys comes back here and eats against us. You know, it's like, I don't know, that's Trent Dilfer played a Super Bowl in, in in Tampa to win a Super Bowl. Just That's just what happens what to happens. this Bucks fan base. Okay. Sorry, don't take guys. this negativity and think that we're somehow turning on our team. Listen, I will never fucking jump ship. Listen to my fucking words, motherfuckers. I will never jump ship. I go down with this ship. But I got a problem with the management of this ship right now. Okay, so I might go down up under the decks and hide for a minute, but I let, ain't going to jump ship. Let's talk about the management real quick, all right? God, just man. for a second. Just for a second. Yeah. Bruce Arians inherits a team that went 5-11 and 11 last year. Okay? We add 
No no big free agent names. Okay? We 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 come up on Shaq Barrett. Shaq's been the best that player the best player on this defense yeah. by far. Yeah. But defense like but offenses good. are finding a way to take him away. They're doubling him, right? Okay. Yeah, because right. the whole fucking world Shaq Barrett, Shaq Barrett, right. and Shaq Barrett. So of course, bro. So anyways, Bruce Arians inherits this team. We we lose two of our better offensive weapons and Deshaun Jackson and Adam Humphreys. Okay? A lot, lot of catches right there. We lose our deep threat. Okay. Todd Bowles inherits a secondary that was the worst in the NFL last year. They're the worst again. They're, they're up there. If they're not the worst, they're one of them. Okay, we, we, we draft three rookies, and we went into this season expecting that this coaching staff had the ability to, you could argue, mold a roster that maybe wasn't even as good as the roster we had last year based on some of the stars that we lost. This okay, we lost we lost Quan Alexander as well. Yeah. Okay, we we lost some some big name players, not necessarily the most productive, but Deshaun had some big games for us, and Adam Humphreys was very productive. Humphreys was very very productive for us. So so here we are, six games into the season, and we're struggling on both sides of the ball. We're struggling to move the ball on offense. We're struggling to stop anybody on defense other than the run games, but nobody gives a fuck about running the ball against us because they know that we give up the booty in the past game real fucking easy. That's, yeah. And, and, and looking back, that might be why the running backs ain't been getting off on us because the coaches know that shit, that, that's not going to work, so they just run, slang the ball into our secondary where these soft-ass motherfuckers keep letting shit happen to them. So this roster was built by one man, Jason Light. Jason Light's been here a long time now, and we've—I don't know what his win-loss record is as a general general manager, but it ain't fucking good. Yeah, obviously. Okay. We all hoped that this veteran staff, full of coaches with Super Bowl rings, could turn a five and eleven team into a winner. And it—we're trending in the opposite direction right now. We could probably win five games again. Based on how we've been playing right now, we, we, I'm sure we'll win at least five games. At least five games all season? Yeah, and I'm saying. We were 5-11 and 11 last year. Or are we better? Or are we the same 5-11 and 11 team with a little with a, with, with a some more youth? and a spit in the face that would be. To bring in all the shit that we bring in and, and change all, you know, the, the coaching staff, all these motherfuckers, bring them in and then, and then come with the same record that we had last year, bro. Shot in the foot. There's 10 games left. You know, in Dungy's first year... Was ugly at the beginning of the year. How many of these next ten games do we win, Stank? Looking at the looking at the schedule. It doesn't matter though. Like we're losing to teams we <laughs> should be beating. We and lost to the, we and lost to a right. We, we lost to a two win 49ers team who tur- turns out I think two or one win whatever whatever they had last year. Right. Turns out they're pretty fucking good. Right. <laughs> yeah. We lost to a Giants That's team with a with a rookie quarterback making his first start on the road. Right, so it doesn't. I don't want. I can't look at the schedule and say, "Oh, we should beat this." Right, we're gonna this. play Tennessee, and it probably gonna have. You know, they benched Mariota yesterday. They're gonna probably have Ryan Tannehill back there. Oh, great! The backup quarterback. The backup quarterback. So nice. we have four four straight backup career quarterbacks game. we face. Have a career game. Oh yeah, Tannehill had some pretty good games for the Dolphins. Yeah, he did. And facing this secondary, he's probably gonna look like 
the Tannehill that that how do we everybody dreamed of. How do we fix this? I don't fucking know. Because listen, on defense, let's talk about defense for a second. Yeah. Ba- based on on the group we have out there right now, I can't see things changing. But we are going to get produces and then they get worked a little bit. Right. And that group that group's going to get a big shot in the arm here. Jason Pierre-Paul's coming back off of off of injury. Is he going to look like the Jason Pierre-Paul that ended the season last year before the neck injury? I doubt. I doubt it. That's a hard thing to right. Push. He's going to be playing out of position because unless after after the bye, he's on he's in on the next game. Yeah, I think so. I think after after the uh, nice after the bye week he comes back, or I may be wrong. Maybe it's the week eight game, but either way, he comes back soon yeah. with within the next few weeks. Jason Pierre-Paul's back. He's a natural freak of nature pass rusher and run defender. Yeah. Shaq's great. Shaq's getting it done, but Shaq's not beating double teams. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul eats double teams. Yeah. You know, he's had it his whole career. Yeah. So we'll see how they sprinkle him in, how many snaps he gets when he first comes out, but that could be a shot in the arm we need. Okay, and then let's talk about the secondary because the linebackers aren't changing, and I don't think anybody in the front, se- the front seven's changing. But we have we have young guys like are playing. I don't really have a, a a problem with what's going on in the linebacker. We've got young guys like Jamel Dean who had a good preseason, but yeah. then got injured. Yeah, we got Sean Murphy bunting. We got Mazzy Wilkins who we brought back who had a good preseason for us. Um, so who, he's on the roster. Uh, and then at the safety position, it's been kind of a turnstile back there with Edwards getting some play time, and then Adams just came in and had some some play time. What Stewart played back there in, 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 uh, at safety. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Minter and uh, Devin White have been going back and forth because I don't think Devin White's 100% yet. Yeah, that's so true. that's why you saw Minter out there. I think they, they had Devin White on a snap count. You yeah. know, they weren't gonna, he wasn't going to play the whole game. But, but I'm just talking about for secondary-wise. Yeah. VH3 has had the, that project complete fucking failure. Disaster. 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 So either slide his ass inside and put him at nickel where I think he's better suited to play or just take him off the field and put one of these young guys out there and let and let them get some experience because this this isn't a, a playoff run here. This is not a playoff team. No. Unless something immaculate happens, right. which it likely won't because you can't fix an O-line during the season. And this offensive line isn't going to win us, you know, seven more games no, they're gonna or eight more games. games whoever lines up back there. Yeah, we, we're not winning eight out of our next ten games, right? No way, unfortunately. Because that's what it's going to take to win to go to the playoffs. To go to the playoffs. Eight wins gives us ten overall. So we got to win eight out of eight out of the next ten to, to go to the playoffs. So this is not a playoff team, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they catch lightning in the bottle, which is doubtful. Because uh, they seem to turn that lightning bolt on themselves way too fucking often, and good teams just don't do that. Nope. Seven turnovers, bro. That's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to it's do hard that. It's hard to do that, yeah. right? Like, that's not, that's, you gotta go out of out your of way. Out of how many possessions did we have? You gotta go out of your way to give up seven right. turnovers. Bro. How many possessions did we have? And, and, and on however many we had, we had seven of those possessions we turned the ball over? Like, here, you want this? Your goal's that way. You want, you want the ball here? Let's go to some calls or something, bro. All right, yeah. Let's break up. Let's break up this.
pity fucking fest and hear what Bucks fans, you bucking idiots, have to say because I'm sure you're none too fucking happy. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Come fucking vent with us. And Betty hadn't been around. Where the fuck's Betty been? You know, when we lose, she she knows better than me. She wasn't on the last podcast. She don't want to be around losers. (laughs) I think think she's holed up at D-Brad's, honestly. She might. You know what I mean? Cause I haven't heard from D. Brad in a little while either. You're right. So they're both missing in action. It might be something popping. She, you know, she's a front runner. I think she thought, oh, you know, this is gonna be the year. I'm gonna get on with this podcast. Right. I'm gonna get famous. Yeah. And then and we then start, we'll start losing, losing, and she don't want to be heard from. Nah. Fuck her. You know what? I'll queue up. The, I'll queue up the Bucks take on my own. Fuck you, Betty. Yo, yo, thanks. This is Chad calling from the LBC, sending out some California love. To my peeps down in Tampa. Yo, man, broke my heart that we went into doggone New Orleans and those fools took us out with a backup quarterback. Come on, man. How in the world did that happen? Our old line just looked terrible, but guess what, man? Here it is Friday, yo. We got two days to game day, man. We flying over to doggone England. We're going to go up in there. We're going to say, yo, Gerald, good to see you. My brother used to be one of us. He used to have a lot of love for us, but now you're gone. So we're just going to have to put the smack down on y'all. So we're going over to London. Bruce is going to get the boys back on track. Todd's going to tell the defense, yo, you young bucks, y'all got to straighten up, man. Play a little more press. Let's handle this. Let's get this W, yo. We got to represent fucking idiots, fuckaholics. Tampa Bay fans, West Coast, all the way live. Baby. We're going to make it happen, man. Yo, thanks. Good talking to you, my brother. I'll probably hit you back, man, after the game. Peace, yo. Oh, Chad. Chad, oh, Chad. To live in the world. That's how we were Bef- feeling. That, that call came in before the game, obviously. And uh, it was just very sweet and touched my heart because – I felt the same way you did before this game. I felt like we were going to make the necessary felt, adjustments. Felt inspired. I did. And you call everything you said we didn't do. Right. Okay. <laughs> you you made all the right calls. Nobody was we listening to, to you. Chad. Press up and listen. Unfortunately. I'm, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't go down that way, and uh, it hurts my heart because. I, f- I hear the enthusiasm in your voice, and that enthusiasm did exist in me uh, 24 hours, no, a little over 24 hours ago, and now it's fucking dead. Dead. Buried under dead. the ground. Fuck my enthusiasm. Shit it's on, gone. On, all it's that. gone. All that. I don't know if it's coming back this year. I don't know. I think that game officially that took, the wind out took of my, my shit and shit on it and lit it on fire That's and it. then stomped on it fucking Billy Madison style, okay? That... Chad, thank you for the Bucks take. We love you. Yeah, we still love you, Chad. Keep Hit calling, me back bro. with We're the post game and, and, and release it. Release the anger. Release the pain. All right, on to the next one. Hey, it's Michelle. Why can't we have a good team? Why do we always look like a fucking clown show? Why do things that never happen to other teams, for example, oh, the Panthers get a free kick. We've never even seen this before, is what the commentators said. Why does that fucking have to happen to the box? I just don't understand. I'm 
I'm questioning the play calling. I'm even starting to question B.A. a little bit. Um, I still trust him, but not as much as I did at the beginning of the season. And I don't know, Jameis, some of that stuff wasn't his fault, but some of it was just fucking stupid. Mike Evans had a horrible game. Hey, B.A., maybe the team should have left right after the Saints game and gone to London so they could get adjusted to the weather and the time change and everything like that. Fuck your medical, sports science, whatever. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. You can't force grown men to take melatonin on a plane and sleep. (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's, It's so frustrating. We as fans just deserve so much better. I'm tired of being excited about football season and you know, my whole family goes out and we spend money on jerseys and shirts and decorations for our fucking cars. And then this shit happens. And then they wonder why people don't show up at Ray J, you know? I, I just, I don't know. Anyway, so by week, next week, thank God we won't have to go through any of these feelings. Maybe there'll be some changes made. Speaking of that, Vernon Hargraves has no business being our team, and neither does fucking Bobo Wilson. Bobo Wilson hasn't done jack shit for us. He needs to be traded or cut or whatever it takes because he doesn't belong on the team. And Vernon Hargraves, I'm sorry, he needs to be gone too. Maybe we'll bring in Trent Williams. Maybe we'll bring in Patrick Peterson. Maybe we'll have some nice little surprises this week anyway i'm rambling i'm pissed i'm sad go bucks michelle we're we're all of those things right fucking with you pissed sad angry every fucking negative emotion is how we feel and i'm sorry Nobody could say it any better than you just did. Yo, did it not sound like she was just sitting in the studio with us, bro? She did. Like, like her whole demeanor. Yes. Everything. Like, like I felt like I, I saw her sitting next to me saying all the things she was saying, bro. Yeah, because we're not, we're not fucking splitting the atom uh. here, bro. This is how, if you follow this team, you're hurting right now. If you love this team, they just hurt you right now. Michelle, we do all that shit. My family, the jerseys, the fucking shit on the, my truck, my flag. I fucking wrapped my flag up and threw a fucking hex on that flag today. I'm not flying my flag. Again. Listen, imagine the, the, the amazing Bucks fans who spent lots of fucking money, got on a plane, flew London, over bro. the ocean or, or, or whatever. You know, the, earth, the earth is flat. So they, what, they just went, right? The earth is flat. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah or donut shaped or something, right? <laughs> Whatever they did, they got to another country somehow. I don't know. Science Task is crazy. Force, all right. Anyway, they spent a bunch of their own fucking money, got hotel rooms, w- represented for the and they did fucking team. And they did because I saw it. I saw. I know they were fucking out there, bro. Out there, out there. Was Matt Grisham? One of the, he's he's huge, bro. He was out there representing London big time with a bunch of people. I want to shout out. Want a quick shout out? I told you before we got on the thing. I wanted to shout out somebody, Corey Hayes. I've, I we haven't talked. We haven't shouted you out, bro. And I don't know why the fuck not. Oh, I've, we man, shout him out. My man, I, I just wanted to personally shout him out. I'm not on all the. Nobody all the works problems. harder. 
Bro, that guy is repping for us day and night. Bucking idiots, right. loose cannons, he's everywhere. Corey, please, bro, call us in, man. I would love to have you on the Corey show. Corey has his own talk. podcast. Yeah? Yeah, Corey, uh, All Things Bucks. That's Corey's uh, um, podcast and web page where he posts a lot of articles. Yeah. He moderates the Bucking Idiots um, uh, fan page on Facebook. Yes, sir. Amongst others, the Loose Cannons uh, fan page, uh, Bucks Life fan page. He keeps it fresh, too. He's on He it. travels to almost every fucking away game. Okay. Shout out, Corey. Shout out. Much Shout love, out, Corey. Bro. Corey knows I love him. Listen, I, I, I love that whole crew. I love the All Things Buck crew. Buck crew all the, both the Coreys. Um, who handled their business on that shit. Yeah, listen. They put their heart and soul into this shit, but so many of us fans do. Yeah, man. I I, I, I want to say it was uh, was Ren or or um, or somebody at the Pewtercast who did a, a tally or a count of how many fan-based Bucks podcasts there were and how many fan-based Bucks websites there were, and it, it dwarves most teams. Really? Yeah, this is a small market team who hasn't won in 12 right. years, yeah. and the amount of content that comes out of this fan base is astonishing okay this buccaneers podcast is just one of them there are so many fans that put their own money and their own time because listen have y'all ever heard of a sponsor on this podcast no i don't want sponsors on this podcast i don't want money for this podcast i do all of it because i love it's my own therapy and i love i love talking bucks with you guys and i don't ask for a thing but listen I take time away from my children, my wife, and it happens Same. every year. Same. Probably too way, too much time for that matter. Jill's got a, a two young kids and lives an hour and a half from me and comes <laughs> here and, and and fucking t- just to spit and talk about this team. And we're and we're not unique. So many of us, like Michelle, yes. put our our our, our, our money, and your our, love, bro, our your entertainment passion, money, your emotion, your fucking too much of it. Devotion. We care you know too much about this team. Shout out to Beck, Stephen Beck. I don't know if you listen to this podcast. Sometimes you do. Stephen Stephen had the strength to walk away from the game when it when when it was looking like shit and said, "Fuck you, Bucks. I'm going out in nature and I'm gonna go take some fucking pictures." He's up in Maine <laughs> on vacation or something, yeah. and he just went out and did a nature walk hey, and took pictures. Therapy, and I bro. wish I was right there with therapy, you, man. I wish I would have done that me shit because I was like on the verge of tears. Yeah, and while we're in the shout out mode, I got to give a shout out to Pewter Report. Uh, Trevor Sikama, Mark Cook, no uh, Old School, um, uh, uh, though everybody involved, I don't think Old School put it together, but Old School was out there. Everyth- everybody who put the uh, watch party at Yeoman's Cast together. That was awesome. Um, that was it, it was real awesome. cool. I had fucking free fucking Bloody Marys all morning. Uh, if you heard me on Loose Cans, you probably heard I had no energy because I was fucking <laughs> spent full, full of Bloody Marys. And, uh, and they gave us a free free buffet, and Bucks fans came out to to represent and support. And Fox News even did a little interview with me. I got a little blurb. I don't know if y'all saw Fox last not Fox News. Fox thirteen did a little a little interview with yeah, me. Yeah, I, I was on there for a hot second. Uh, but anyways, shout out to all the fans who dedicate all their time and their money and their love and and just that just their their energy to this team. And and this team doesn't fucking ever seem to to want to return the favor. I don't know what to say, bro. <laughs> Michelle said it Michelle, good enough. Yeah. And we, we got some we more. We can end it right there, but let's go ahead and Yeah, we got some more. For, Thank for, you, Michelle, for, for as Michelle, usual. Love you, girl. All love, baby. Yes, ma'am. On to the next one. Fucking idiots. This is Harold from Atlanta. Here is our team, our, our franchise, and our season.
with a heaping pile of dog shit. Hey, speaking of diehard fans. Harold. Speaking of guys who spend their own money and travel Harold. from another state to come watch this team and yeah, have man. done it for years. Yeah, man. Harold. Uh, I, I, wish, I wish that, that we could literally take what you said and flush it down that fucking toilet. I wish I could have gotten in the toilet <laughs> with your shit. Yeah, and I, I wish you could have flushed me away, bro. Because I want to be flushed away. Flush away my pain, Harold. Okay? Flush my tears. Flush. Harold got a magic toilet to flush away your pain. <laughs> flush, <laughs> flush away my pain, bro. Uh, <laughs> ah! oh, fucking, ah! fucking buck life. That toilet's got it better than me right now, okay? For sure. Damn it. We got another one. Next call. Yo, Stank, what's up, man? This is Kwame from D.C. You know, I've been listening to your show since you started it. This, what, beginning of this season? You know what I mean? I think it's cool. Therapy for me, man. Um, well... I got a short take. I don't want to sound too negative because I know we, I know everybody feels bad already. But man, I don't think I'm not. I love Jameis, man, but I, I don't think it's gonna work, man. You know what I mean? It's like he's like that friend of yours that you guys. Every time you hang out, you go to jail or something. You know, and it's like a childhood friend. You love him to death, but he's just not good for you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I, that's how I view Jameis right now, man. It's like we just we just need to go another route. I don't know what that route is or who that person is, but I think we need to start like being realistic with ourselves and looking for that change. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's it for that's it for now, man. But you'll hear from me again. And another thing I'm wondering before I get off. Like, are we being victims of the Bruce Arians school of uh, um, upcoming NFL coaches? Like, I'm just wondering, like, are we, you know what I mean? Like, is he training these people on the job? And so we have to sit through that. But, you know, just something to think about. But like I said, love the show. Keep doing what you're doing, man. All right, go Bucks. Kwame. What up, Kwame? Hey, Kwame, you sound just like it's almost like uh, you're in the studio with us. All of these callers sound like they're having yeah. a session with us, bro. Because your analogies were spot on. I'm officially, I'm officially same. after listening to your your Bucks take. I'm gonna officially name this podcast the breakup <laughs> because you know I said let's put Jameis Winston on ice, but I can no longer do that. I have to get it off my chest, okay? I may regret saying this, but I'm fucking done with Jameis Winston. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, bro. <laughs> I'm done. I, I listen. Like a divorce, like a breakup. I want out. Yeah. Any 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 divorce attorneys in Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> I want off this. Out. Right. Listen. It's abusive. I lo- I gave that man so much love, and all he does is hurt me. It. Okay. That's it. That's it. Listen, his family talks bad about him, and I and I I support him. I get his back, right? Yeah. Okay. I've been doing it for right. No, like a marriage. Yeah. 
right? Like so many said. people have warned me about him, but I stuck with him. I stuck by him, yeah. holding his hand, yeah. representing him. That's my quarterback. I used to – we screamed at our training camps. That's, That's my quarterback. And then he goes and he and he does – he goes to a different country and he rips my heart out, right? He said he was over – he, he said – we thought he was past this kind of behavior. That's what I'm saying, man. Right? I thought he had learned, you know what I'm saying? Right? We thought that that <sighs> it was a fresh start, okay? We took him back. We took him back into our homes again. We thought it was a fresh start, and he goes out, and he shows us he's still the same guy underneath. No matter what you wrap him in, when times get tough and, and shit falls, shit's falling all around him, that's what you get. That's the Jameis under pressure right there. So, listen, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope I get – I hope y'all, you know – I. I hope I have to eat crow someday, but I, I'm done, bro. I'm done. I'm looking forward to a fresh start at the end of the season or at least moving in that direction and possibly drafting a quarterback or bringing in some competition for this guy. Because There's a lot of quarterbacks coming out of college this year. Right. And I'm emotional right now. I'm emotional. Yeah. That's why I'm not saying it out loud because I might regret it. I love this. I, you know, I have loved this kid, bro. I, I see. I love him as a as – a, as a, as a, uh, a man and how he represents this team. Oh, that's without I think a doubt. he wants to be great. Yeah, I just don't think doubt. it's in him. Yeah, that's without a doubt. But. I think his mechanical flaws, his delivery, and the and the and the speed that he reads defenses. I think those things can't be fixed because he reverts to the poor mechanics. Yeah. And when shit's breaking down around him, and listen again, his defenders will say nobody. You you already said it. Nobody's gonna eat behind that offensive line. Nobody. And this system. Isn't helping him. I realize all those things, but you still don't have to have a game like that, man. No, you don't. You still should have the where the the wherewithal to throw the fucking ball away, away, not to the somebody else, away in the stands, in the dirt hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. the The first pick, he forced it in there in the double coverage. Bradbury no made Bradbury made a good play, picked it off. Second one, his elbow elbow got hit. Obviously not his fault. Yeah. Third one, it, it, there wasn't even a receiver. In the fucking area, and was and Luke, it was just Luke Keekley. It was like he was trying to throw to Luke Keekley, no, like it, like it because he knew that he had fans there in London. He had to hit him one time, right? Because you heard the, heard the crowd and the, oh that that home game. You heard yeah, Fuck. you heard that. That was our home game. Shit, it probably would have been the same here in Tampa though. Would have probably been more Panthers fans here in Tampa. Actually. Oh, you know, yeah, we yeah, already yeah. know that. Uh, but uh, and then the the fourth and fifth interceptions, ugly. Ugly, Dirty. but he's try- out there trying to make plays. We're down by two touchdowns, Superman. so you want to excuse it. Oh, and don't forget the back-to-back fumbles. We lost one. He got one back somehow, miraculously. Yeah, I don't know. But how again, that it's always something. I, I I want off. I want I, I want something new. I'm tired of dealing <laughs> with it. I'm tired of it. I, I might feel differently next bu- podcast. Y'all can call me out. I might be speaking out both sides of my mouth. And next game, he may look great, and I may be right back again, That's taking him back ritual. in. That's been the ritual. You know what I mean? Like, he bombs, then he balls. Then he right. bombs, then he balls. Right. So That's why I want to call it the breakup, because I want to break up right now. Jameis Winston, I want to break up. Now, I might, be calling, I might be calling you, crying and telling you I miss you and hitting you and, and texting you, you and telling you I want you back. But right now... Like an abusive relationship, I want you out. Take all your shit, pack your shit, take your bad kids with you, and leave. You can come back after Tennessee. Let's see what you do in Tennessee. Motherfucker. All right, we got one more. 
Dang, Jeremy from Naples here sending in a Bucks take. Fuck, is this hard team, this team frustrating. Holy shit. Offensive line played like trash. Jameis, it's, you can't really defend it anymore. I guess the, the dude's just careless with the football. But I guess I kind of expected a little more from BA and Byron and company. I'm really just wanting to know to get your thoughts were. Like, I feel like he's had, we've had six games enough so far. It's two really good games, two average games, and two fucking terrible games. I mean, oh, it's really hard. Uh, go Bucks. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Again. Again. Right on the head. <laughs> Listen. You, I feel like we're having a, a group call. Yeah. I feel like they're they're listening in. This is a live it's show. A live show, yeah. It may as well have been. Yeah, um, I don't know what you can whisper to a quarterback like Jameis Winston. I mean, I guess it's easier to whisper when the guy's Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck. or Ben Roethlisberger or even uh, Carson Palmer, who's you know former first round pick. Um, but I don't know. He's that that Arians is going to be able to whisper himself out of this situation. And I will say this. I fully expect that that Arians is going to have Jameis's back. They're not even considering pulling the pulling the plug on him right now. No. He's going to unless this continues to happen week after week. This is our quarterback for the rest of the season. RG4 is not going to see the field. He's not the future anyways. No. Uh uh you know, and 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 I think Jameis will have some some better games cuz we know he's capable of it. But I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can be a, a playoff team with him. Uh, um, you know, the question that some people pose on Twitter is, you know, Bruce came here not to rebuild, but to take this group, well, which he have, thought, right? You know, he came out of retirement because he looked at this team, man, Jamison said, "I can win with these guys." So he's guys. not thinking about restarting. He's not thinking about drafting a quarterback. That's what we're thinking about as fam- as Bucks fans, but we've been living through this shit for right. the last twelve years. Right, we, we want the fuck out. Course. But yeah. as far as Bruce is, Bruce is concerned, he probably thinks, "Oh, I can fix this." I can fix this. Right, he hasn't he hasn't lived lived like like we have through all this fucking ups and downs and and getting our hope dashed every fucking year in in one form or one fashion. So, I fully expect he's going to be in in Jameis's corner, and that's really what his job is to do. He's not going to waver. His confidence won't waver. He's very Dungy-esque, which is what I like about but you Bruce. you want that, right? I mean, you want as, that. As, as because as if it, it is, is going to get fixed. Fans, it's still what you want out of your coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it is going to get fixed, that's the only way it happens. Just fucking press through it. That's it. That's press the only way it happens. And the last time Jameis had a performance like this, he was phenomenal afterwards. Yeah, he played After the, the Cincinnati game, when he, when he got benched last year. Oh, I'm talking last, about last season. Last season. Yeah, when 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 uh, when Cutter benched him and he came back, he looked like a different quarterback. He was he was way more careful with the ball. Yeah. And I know that Bruce has been saying he's a gunslinger. I want him to get out there and not be scared and throw the ball and not be scared to throw interceptions. But uh, he may be second th- uh, uh, thinking twice about that statement now that he sees. Plus, bro, he, Jameis doesn't have the confidence that it, right now. Let's say he doesn't have the confidence that it takes to recover. From it, when he throws that first pick, he's fucked. I see his whole demeanor change. He starts getting scary with the ball. Everybody's scared. They start calling different kind of plays, and then it just leads to him then going from 
not being able to do shit to try supermaning shit to then getting another fuck up of a play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just a cycle that, fuck, man. It was a breakdown on every level. It starts with Jameis Winston. Where, you know, technically it starts with this this GM and this coaching staff and the players they put on the field. But on the field, it starts with Jameis. Absolutely. And uh, no excuses, man. I, it, inexcusable type of type of game by him. Uh, uh, the Bucks fan in me hopes he hopes he recovers and and proves all the doubters wrong. But there's more doubters than ever now. And those of us that were on the fence, those of the, us that have been defending him, are are likely not there it for him anymore. It makes it impossible. Right. I mean, he He's still going to have his def- defenders. I see him on Twitter. Most people say no quarterback again can can, can win with what's going on around him. But I mean, I, you know, you give up on the run. Your your O line can't can't pass block. And your receivers aren't getting separation. What is a guy? And you're do? down. You're down by 14. What's a guy gonna do? But listen, he, he's a part of that. He, there's a reason we were down by 14, and that's because his very first pass, first pass was a right, pass. which there was plenty of protection, but he locked onto that one receiver. That's an, he. Uh, that, that's his mo, right? He locks on. From he locks that on. Time he, you say hut. He's watching who he's yeah. throwing to the whole time. Yeah. The man never looks off. Yeah, he doesn't read defenses very well. Look away for a second. Fool yeah. him for nah. He locks on, and everybody watches his eyes, and they know yeah. where he's going. And don't forget, this is our this is the Carolina Panthers. They have the book on Jameis is is out there for everybody. But they play the kid oh, twice know, a year. They, they know him very they know very him. well. They, they know, know his, tendencies. his tendencies. They know how to bait him. Yes. They know all that shit. Yes, bro. Right, and this now now that there's six games worth of this offense on tape, people are starting to figure out what Bruce Arians is trying to do as well. And I'm starting to think that people are catching up with Todd Bowles' ways as well because the blitz isn't getting there on defense. Uh, we're not we're not generating much pressure, and our corners can't cover. So that's it. Wrap it up. Yeah. Simple package. Bucking idiots. Bucking idiots. We ain't going nowhere. No, nah, we're going to be here. Win, lose, or draw, motherfuckers. We don't jump shit. Right. But – the, the the way it's going right now, like I after the New Orleans game, I just didn't have it in me to do a pregame podcast because I was really fucking discouraged. And the way it's going, I'm probably gonna end up doing more postgame than pregame. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'll do a pregame this. Well, there is no not one this week. I'll I'll definitely do another podcast before the next game, um, and maybe do a pregame leading up to that Tennessee game uh, once the wounds have healed a little bit and I'm thinking more rationally and not yeah. thinking so emotionally. Yeah. But <sighs> much needed, much needed podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We fucking love you. We love you, bucking idiots. And we out. We out. Peace. Peace. And there it is. Bucking idiots. If you want to be a part of this show, it's really easy. Just call 813-444-8807 and leave a voicemail. And I'll get it on the show. That's it. That's simple. Let that shit off your chest. Okay? Call in. I want to hear from you. I want like 30 bucks takes next episode. Our wounds will heal. We'll be back ready to fight. Bucking idiots. I'm out.